Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. Nancy is very excited to get started with this guest today to answer questions like, do I really need a website? They can be complicated and expensive. What all do you need to get the right one for your business? A place to grab email addresses? A bulletin board that shares your events, your services, your blogs? What is your brand and does your website need to represent that brand? And what in the world is SEO optimization? Most of all, you've got to keep it simple. These are all the thoughts that probably have run through your head. Our guest today is Kimberly Mays, and she is here to talk to us about website development, how and why to do it. Then we will go even deeper into the marketing mix and talk about social media. Let's join Nancy Becker with her guest, Kimberly Mays. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a show for business owners by business owners talking about their go-to tools and strategies that they use regularly to help them run their own offices and their own businesses. You can use them as well to help you grow your business. Today, we're talking with Kimberly Mays, and she is a marketer and web developer who helps entrepreneurs up-level their online presence through digital marketing, web design, and branding so that they can be free to, I can't read your, <laughs> it came out as gray and I can't read it. I got to put it uh, on. Sorry, okay. guys. It, it, that they can be free to operate in their zone of genius and bring their gifts to the world. You don't want to miss that part of it. <laughs> As the founder of Foolishly Creative, Kimberly has over 10 years of marketing and web development experience. After working for both small and large corporations throughout her career, Kimberly decided to use her talents to help small businesses grow and shine online. Her mission is to support those who have a vision and are brave enough to take a foolish leap of faith. Kimberly enjoys anime, video games, and traveling to new places. She's available for web development, marketing, and system setup, as well as private consultations to help you run your business. You can reach Kimberly at Kim at FoolishlyCreative.com. Welcome, Kim. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm really excited. I love some of the things that you say in your bio, and you know, I'm all about the tools and the strategies. And I know that there are a few people out there that don't do much online, but you know, I think being an online business in one way or another, even if you have a brick and mortar store, is very important. So let's start our conversation with. Someone has a business and they realize that it's time for them to get online. How do they get started? What do they do? 
Okay, so if they already have an existing business, say in your example, brick and mortars, and it's time to get online, I think the first thing to do before they invest any time or money is to get really clear on what their goals are for being online. So if it's just something to do, like another box to check, then I think they really need to think about, okay, who are they trying to attract? And then, you know, what is the end game and what services can they offer or how it how are they going to talk about what they can promise or what results they can bring about to their ideal client? So I think it's really important to understand that first because there are so many people who offer web design, uh, marketing, there are many um, services that can do these things for you or you can do it yourself. But if you spend the time and money to do that first before really getting clear, you're going to find that you're going to have to do that over once you do get clear, once you do make some mistakes. So I think that would be definitively the first part of it. Um, so I realize a lot of people are not super comfortable with technology and that's okay. You know, I think that it's fine because honestly, even though this is my thing, sometimes I look at what's available and I get overwhelmed myself. So I know exactly where people are coming from. So that's why I say, you know, start as low tech as possible. It is okay to be a beginner. It's okay to not be fancy at first, just to um, really understand what you're trying to accomplish. So um, Nancy, you, do you want me to go into what the web design process looks like or? Please okay, sure. Go right ahead. Sure. All right. Sure. So let's say if you're a new entrepreneur or maybe a seasoned one and you want to go online or improve your online presence. So the first thing I would start out with is your website because your website is really your home for your online business. So I understand that a lot of people think, okay, it has to be this grandiose thing. It has to look beautiful. It has to, you know, dazzle. And that's really secondary. But I really think of your business website as kind of a marketing tool. It's a breathing document. It's not just a brochure. So you really want to think about what is the goal? What is the purpose for this website? Is it for them to vet my business? Is it for them to be able to contact me? Is it for me to be able to grow my email list? Is, is it for them to come into my store? So you really have to think about what the purpose of the site is because that'll drive all of your copy. That'll drive the layout of the design. And then also more importantly, there's what's called a call to action. And that's really what you're telling people to do and literally tell people what to do. If I, you know, if I don't say anything else, I say your call to action is very important. So people need to be led to say, okay, you're on this site. Here's your next step. So give them your next step, whatever that might be for your business. And then, go from there. So when we talk about creating a website, you can do it yourself. You can use services like Wix, Squarespace. Um, there's a few others that I can't think of right now. Those are the two easiest ones. And of course, everybody has heard of WordPress before. So some people hear WordPress and they're excited and other people just run for the hills because they hate it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I work in WordPress exclusively. And what um, if you don't know what WordPress is, it's just software that's installed on a server and it's a, it allows you to blog, build pages, things of that nature. And though it's a little bit more technical to set up in the long run, I believe that it really allows you your website to grow as your business grows. So you might want to invest if you're just starting out into maybe a Wix or Squarespace just to kind of get your feet wet and to kind of see what kind of... Um, 
what kind of feedback you're getting. If you want to dabble in WordPress, you absolutely can. There are themes and templates out there to help you. Of course, there's video tutorials all over the place. And, um, you know, if you do want some help, you can reach out to a service professional as well. And what I like about that last bit of advice is that once you get clear on your ideal client and once you get clear on what you want your website to do for your business, and even if you have some clients already, that's even better because then that allows you to work effectively with that person and get the best return on your investment so that you're not just giving them something, they put up what they want, you know, they charge you for it, and then you're stuck with something that doesn't work for your business. I'm currently fixing a lot of websites now that people have come to me with and say, hey, you know, I wasn't quite ready when they did the site and the site isn't complete. It has all this stuff on it that I don't want. Help me fix it. So you definitely don't want to get in that situation. So, you know, don't just dive right in. Just take a little time. Um, also, let me stop you, let me okay. stop you for one, yeah. one second right there. Okay. Um, this is interesting. And I know that people need to understand all of this, but a mm -hmm. question that comes up often for me is that, Oftentimes, the person who is doing the technical work, if, if it's hired out, for instance, mm -hmm. um, the person who's doing the technical work is not a graphic designer. They're, mm -hmm. they're a, you know, development person. Mm -hmm. How important is it to also have a website that's not only a well-functioning mm -hmm. website, but that's pretty, you know, or that yeah. has a nice professional look to it. Yeah, so absolutely. So I say number one, they can only work with what, the, what content, what you give them. So please, if you do nothing else, invest in professional photography, especially professional headshot um, at the very minimum, at the, at the least, because Sometimes people come to me with these website examples of things that they want, and I say, okay, but do you realize that she has a high-resolution photo? Do you, you, know, you realize that this video is professionally produced? So if you want something like this, these are the things that you need to be able to come to the table with in order to make your website look pretty. And so there are a lot of people who are more developers and then designers, and then there are people who are more designers than developers. I get, I work with people who have worked with designers that the website doesn't technically function. And then I also work with people who have a technical website, but you know, it, does, it just doesn't look good. So there really needs to be a way to marry the two. My process is I work on the business first, really understanding the business, and then we work on both tracks at the same time. So while I'm working on the more functional track, the site map, the call to action and things like that. Um, I also have them work on, you know, identifying the colors that resonate with their business. And we kind of go back and forth with typography, color design, things like that. And then also I have them work with a professional copywriter. So copy is very important because yeah, yeah. that was what I, that was my yes. next question. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you can have the most dazzling website in the world, but if it's not saying anything, then people aren't going to respond to it. And writing copy is very hard. A lot of people think they can do it themselves, but unless you have a skill and a knack for it, it can be very ineffective. So 
and, and I speak from personal experience because I don't write copy. I actually have a resource or a network of copywriters that I do work with. And it's great to work with a copywriter because they don't know your business. So they're going to ask you a lot of questions from a stranger's perspective that allows you to see the gaps in some of the things that you're communicating. So definitely, I recommend copywriters and photographers if, if you do nothing else. Um, so that is really the, the process. So you can see there are a lot of moving pieces. And so what I like to do is I don't do it all myself. I have a team to kind of integrate all those moving pieces together so that you have a cohesive website at the end of the project. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that brings up another question because mm -hmm. I've been there myself in the past. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had websites from front page to mm -hmm. you know, way, way, way back when, when everything was all this coding and everything. And I've had something as simple as a Wix website. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time and I'm still tweaking and, and putting new things up and changing my website and, and it is a WordPress and I don't do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my thought is, and I can just hear people listening to this saying, oh my gosh, I can't afford all of that. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to start out with a Wix. Mm -hmm. But even if you start out with a Wix or a Squarespace or one of those, you still need to be aware of mm -hmm. the text that's involved, the copywriting, the look. You know, you may not have to worry so much about the technical aspects mm -hmm. of it, but you need to worry about these other things. So I guess a lot of people I know would say, well, I'm just not going to do a website right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to forgo the website. Is that okay? Or do they really need some sort of a website? I think you need some sort of a home for your business. So what a lot of times people do is they use um, Facebook, they use social media, but my recommendation is just to have a landing page. You know, you can use a landing page builder just to have a simple way for people to contact you, um, just a simple call to action. So you may not need the full website right now, but just have a way that they can go to something. And the thing with social media, um, as a lot of people know, is that you don't really own the platform. So social media, their algorithms are changing constantly. So you don't know who's going to show up or when your stuff is going to show up in front of your people. So having that site just aggregates everything that you've produced. I know people who produce tons and tons of content on social media. They do a bunch of lives. They do a bunch of posts. Great posts, by the way. Yeah, they do a bunch of stuff. But, you know, once they post it, they don't recycle it. They don't reuse it. So what happens is that there's a content producing engine, but they're not leveraging that in a way that, you know, can you know, save them a little bit of time if they reuse their content. And I really recommend people just reuse the content everywhere and including their website as well. So to kind of answer your question, no, you don't need a fully built out website, but I think you do need a domain name at least. So go to GoDaddy, go to um, Namecheap. There are a couple of other ones, but GoDaddy is the most important. Just buy your business name, even if you do nothing with it. Set up a landing page, um, get a professional headshot, taken, um, get a professional email address. And then, you know, I think that is just the bare minimum to kind of look legitimate. And then everything else you're going to build as you go along. So you're not going to start, you know, you're not, you're not going to start at 100 or start at 85. You're going to start from where you are. And that's totally okay. You just have to make sure that you have somewhere for people to go to be able to do business with you.
You're listening to the Business and Financial Advice Show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. Hey, you ready to go shopping? Sure. Just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better. And with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. Do you feel frustrated, disconnected, or unfulfilled in your relationship? If you said yes, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Anza Goodbar, intimacy coach and sex educator. Nearly 70% of all couples in the U.S. claim to be dissatisfied with their relationship. But the good news is, you don't have to be. If you're ready to open your heart to feel more connected to life, yourself, and your partner, join me and five couples at the Intrinsically Intimate Couples Retreat in Barbados. You can find out more details at www.anzagoodbar.com backslash retreats. They're big, they're shy. They're invisible and they fly. They're always late. They never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Two questions came up and I have to tell you a funny, annoying story at the moment. I've, I've had my business, I've had, like I said, for many, many years. And probably about 10 years ago, I changed the name of my business to Business Success Unlimited from what it was when I moved from another state. And I had a um, company that ran my internet and my phone service through a brick and mortar store that I had. And silly me, uh, for the first year of having this internet provider, they gave you a free domain name. Mm-hmm. So I went, hey, I'll take it. You know, mm-hmm. free's good. <laughs> and so I had the domain, you know, businesssuccessunlimited.com. Well, then when I moved out of that facility and moved into my home where I am now, I try, and I also was out. I, I couldn't get that specific provider any longer. I moved to a mm-hmm. different city. They weren't, they weren't there. So I lost the domain name and they would not give it to me mm-hmm. without paying like $3,000. Wow. They, they held my domain name, um, you know, hostage. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went to Nancy Becker Biz. 
Well, just recently I did a, a search, a mm -hmm. who's search, who's it search, and Business Success Unlimited was available. They had finally cut it mm -hmm. loose. And I immediately went, yes, <laughs> and got it. Yeah. I have in the last three weeks since I signed up for that. So people beware with, uh, with all of these people out there that are the scammers and the spammers. I have probably gotten at least 10 emails a day and at least five to seven phone calls a mm -hmm. day from different companies trying to sell me web development mm -hmm. services. <laughs> so yeah. you, know, you need to find someone. If you are looking for someone to help you, you need to find someone that you can really feel comfortable with. And everybody, I highly guarantee that Kimberly is not going to do you wrong. Mm -hmm. If you are interested in talking to someone, you need to talk to Kimberly. But that is just frustrating because all I'm doing at this point with mine is there's a way that you can link a new domain mm -hmm. to your website that you already have. So I don't need to rewrite my website. I yeah. just I just forward that domain to the website. And you know that that makes life easier too, but beware of people out there web design I think is a real um difficult area to be in at the moment isn't it because you do have a lot mm -hmm. of people how do you stand apart from these guys yeah so um you know that's a great question because a lot of people feel that if there's a lot of people in their industry in their space they get very nervous by that how i figure is that no one does things the way that I do it so first of all I say I niche down so my primary um, target market are coaches and speakers you know predominantly and I do um, WordPress web design right there it's, you know makes me more attractive to coaches and speakers because I know what they need I know their business and I network with people in that industry so that's a way to really set myself apart also, I just think it's just building relationships, too. So, you know, calling all introverts, you know, you yeah. really just have to get to know people. You have to network. You have to get into networks. And you have to also get in touch with people that can help you. Or if you could fill in the gap in somebody else's business, that's also great, too, if they have an audience. So I just really, um, really say just to focus on being yourself. I know that sounds corny. But, you know, you're always going to have competition and competition is a good thing because that means people want what, you know, there's a there's a market for it. So there's no competitors. There's no market for it. So, um, you know, just keep in mind that you just have to vet any service professional that you work with, whether it's a web designer, SEO, graphic designer. If they don't really care about your business, if they're not taking the time to ask the questions, you know, you may want to look elsewhere because like Nancy said, there's a lot of people that will just come at you. And most of those emails you've probably gotten were just copy and paste. They don't really care about your business and, you know, cold outreach. And they're just looking up your domain because, you know, your information is in that domain. So, you know, you just want to be wary of that, kind of get to know a person. If they don't want to talk to you before the sale, if they, you know, then you may want to just consider that a red flag as well. Yeah, that's, I think that's important to bring up because there's so many people out there, especially somebody who's new to mm -hmm. the whole thing, they may not, they may not understand until it's too late. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Another thing about having um, your website up is there's lots of tools out there 
that can help you um, understand what's going on mm -hmm. with your website. And I know I get Google Analytics that show how many people have visited my mm -hmm. website. You know, there's all kinds of really cool stuff out there mm -hmm. that that can help you understand how your business is running. And those all go through your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned Google Analytics. So that's the easiest, freest, the best thing that you can do because it's so robust and there's so much data that you can get out of it. It can also be a little overwhelming, but Google has made their interface a lot better so that you can kind of see or ask Google, you know, type in a question and it'll give you the, the responses back. So you can see where your traffic's coming from, what pages they're looking at. Um, you can also see the bounce rate, which is very important, you know, how how do they stay on your site if they just leave or whatever. So that's Google Analytics. And like, you know, like you said, there's so many other tools out there. But if you're just starting, you may not need all of them. But as your business grows, you can also install other things like Facebook Pixel. So if you're running Facebook ads, you can install this Pixel on your website so that you can target anybody who didn't convert. You can target people who looked at a particular page. You can target people who are like the people who are looking at your website. So Facebook knows that about them already because Facebook has all the data anyway. Um, another thing is through your website, you can build your email list. So you can also put your email list um, form on your site, whether it's an embed or through some other kind of application, and you can give away a free offer or something like that in exchange for an email address. You can also use that to grow your um, grow your list. So I can probably talk for hours about <laughs> just the different things you can plug into your website. But you know, the, at a minimum, I say grow your email list and install Google Analytics and you'll be fine. I'm actually interested mm -hmm. in the Facebook pixels because I read something recently about how that was getting mm -hmm. torn down or changed or, or something. And I don't remember now what it was that I was hearing about. Do you know anything about that? I mean, it's still a viable way of doing it, correct? Yeah, it's still a viable way. So, you know, I think Facebook and their policies change so often that, you know, it's, you just have to kind of stay on top of it. But the bottom line is it is, does allow you to target and they're not going to take anything away that's making them money. So, you know, people are paying for ads. People are paying to retarget. Now, maybe some of the metrics around that, you know, who you can target, maybe the, the level of detail kind of changes from time to time. But it's also useful to have, even if you're not doing anything with that data right now, at least collect it. And then, you know, you can always use it when you need it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, what are the things that you should have? Like I've got a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. on mine because I have different programs. Each program mm -hmm. has its own tab, different things like that. And I've been told, oh, you've got too much stuff on your website. Mm -hmm. It's simple. What is important to have on a website and what should not be on a website? Okay, so, you know, it definitely varies from business to business, and not everybody's opinion is the right one, but, <laughs> you know, I say your homepage is usually where the majority of your traffic is going to come in. Not all the time, but the majority. So I think keep it simple, very light to say at the top, use the above the fold space to say what you do. So you have to be very clear on your, like, 
your ideal client, your services, and your target market. So you may say, I do blank for blank so that they can get blank. So that's my kind of what I do statement template. And then, you know, you may want to just do a high level summary of your products and services. And then each product or service, if it's really distinct, should have its own page and its own call to action. So I work with a lot of coaches who may do retreats as well, or they may do um, courses. So I'm not going to cram all that onto one page. We're going to have different pages for all of that stuff. So what I like to do is when I get a new client, I create a site map for them to say, okay, well, you know, here's what you got going on in your business and here's how we're going to lay it all out. So we don't go down the rabbit hole of just cluttering up the site. We have a blueprint to start out with. And some of the things that should not be on the page, I say, all right, I like the about page, but sometimes people give me pages for their about page and then they give me a paragraph for their services. So I think on your about page, just remember that it's all about the client. People are going to read and think what's in it for me. So you can talk about yourself, but you want to talk about yourself in a way that somebody could say, okay, well, he or she is the person that can help me. Um, you want to keep that light so you may write it out and then kind of, you know, start taking stuff out. So I would just say not too much detail about yourself. Don't start off with your backstory or, you know, you can write a little bit about that if it's relevant to your business, but then kind of tie it back at the end with the call to action so that it's still focused on the customer. Okay. Mm -hmm. and something else that we hear about all the time that is confusing for people mm -hmm. often is SEO. And yeah. is SEO important any longer or not? Yeah, it's always going to be important because, um, you know, people are searching for content online through Google, it's the most popular, and also Bing as well. So, you know, there are a lot of um, plugins for WordPress that can help you with SEO, Yoast being the most popular one. So you don't have to be an SEO expert to like implement some of the things that would benefit your business. So you just want to think about, okay, if I was my own target customer, what would I type in to find my business? And, you know, if you use some of those phrases, really understand the language and the lingo that they would use and try to use that throughout your page. So there are more technical things I can get into, like heading levels and things like that. But um, plugins like Yoast will definitely walk you through all of that to set it up in a way that, you know, your website is, can, be easily, can be more easily found. Now, will you get to the first page right away? Probably not, you know, but the more specific you are and the more you can target those particular um, keywords, the more successful you're likely to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. And do you use the same keywords on your homepage as you do on your about, as you do on your services, you know, or do you have different keywords on different pages? I have different keywords and different pages. So for my about, I don't have many, but from the services, yeah, that's where I really drill down. So, you know, I, I have um, services for funnels building. I have services for websites and, you know, so I use different um, phrases for, for those pages. So the target's a little bit different. Um, you know, I just kind of mix it up and I'm always just monitoring how well it's doing and I'm making tweaks and adjustments as I go along. But I do use tools as well to kind of help me, help me out um, both online, both um, on my website and off my website as well. I use um, a few programs. What does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? 
What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy, will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the Mega Group today. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Marketing on both of those platforms. 
Yeah, so I haven't done much with LinkedIn yet, but I do have a couple of clients who target more um, corporate clients. Um, There are um, one of my clients, she does educational workshops and she, um, she tries to reach other professionals. So the best platform is is where your ideal client is likely to be. So if they are more business oriented, if you're looking to do speaking engagements in front of um, organizations, businesses, things like that, I would recommend LinkedIn. Um, if you are just more of a general business, um, if you're doing life coaching, for example, or health coaching or things like that, you may just want to just stick to Facebook and you may also want to look into um, Instagram as well. A lot of people think Instagram is just for, you know, people who just take selfies, but you know, there are a lot of companies out there doing very well on Instagram as well. So I say just think about where your ideal client is. Now, in terms of the tools, um, you know, you don't have the time to be posting all day because that would just drive you absolutely insane. So there are tools that will auto post for you. Um, Hootsuite is one of them, one of the ones that are really popular. Another one is Buffer. There's also also a lot of others. There's too many to count, but some of them will post in a particular category on a particular day. Um, so you want to see if the tool supports that platform that you want to post in. Um, and then, you know, just really think about what kind of content you think would get the results that you're looking for. So before posting any particular piece of content, you want to think about, okay, what's the end goal? Am I looking to entertain someone? Meaning, am I looking to just inspire someone, post a quote or something else like that? Am I looking to inform where I'm looking to establish my role as a subject matter expert? Or I'm looking to persuade where am I looking to make a call to action or get them to take a particular action? So once you decide that, then you can write out your content, whether it's an image, you can do video. A lot of my clients love video. They don't like writing. <laughs> and then you can you can post all of that stuff too. So definitely find uh, some tools that support um, what you want to do with your business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, business page versus home page mm-hmm. versus group on Facebook. What are the pros and the cons? Okay. So Business page versus, um, so you mean like the, the official Facebook page? Um, yeah, you've got your, you've got your profile yes. page. Mm-hmm. Yes. You then have your, what some people call fan page, other people yeah. call business page, and then mm-hmm. there are groups. Yeah, um, got so it. What are the, what are the differences mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm posting things about business, does it make sense to post it? Mm-hmm. the business page or post it on the personal page yeah so you can actually do all three so here's a strategy that I like so if you are an influencer or coach and you want to build more of a community definitely go with a group so the nice thing about groups is Facebook will prioritize those posts over the fan pages because they want people to be more social so they want people to talk and engage and, and interact with each other then you know, depending on your business, if you have a lot of people on as friends who could be potential clients or know people, you may want to then share out a lot of the content from your group page or your fan page to your business, to your personal page. So that's actually what I do. I never do the reverse. So I never post something to my personal page and then, you know, share it out to my business page because I want to keep those audiences distinct. However, there are a lot of people who are clients who are friends of mine. So I definitely want them to be able to see the content as well. So instead of me 
posting three different times, I'll just post in one place and then share it down. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know that there are theoretically and Facebook can be mm -hmm. nasty sometimes, but yeah. theoretically I know that you're not supposed to do anything business related on a personal page. So mm -hmm. by sh doing it on your business page mm -hmm. and bring it to your personal page, does that get you out of that rule? Um, well, you know, I haven't had any issues with it. I've seen success with it as well. So, you know, from your personal page, you can't do things like ads and you don't get the metrics and analytics as you would from a business page. So that's also one reason why I would recommend a business page or the group is so that you have more of that, um, more of those um, capabilities and more of that functionality. But definitely there are things that you can, ads that you can run that could get flagged or blocked and things like that. But, um, you know, sharing it out to your personal page is just fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, what have we not talked about? What's important that you need to share that we haven't talked about? Um, yes, yeah, so we, you know, we talked about websites extensively, social media, we talked about SEO. So I think the main thing is to think about what is the fastest way for you to get a result right now? Because I threw a lot of information. I know we talked about a lot. So somebody may be listening like, okay, that's great, but they don't know where to start. And, you know, you can have all the info in the world, consume everything and pretty much not do anything. So I say, okay, well, what's the one thing that you can do this week that will get you a result? Is it signing up for an email list service like MailChimp or something? Is it creating your, your first Facebook page? Is it actually establishing an account with Squarespace? Is it taking another look at your website? So just do like, one thing out of everything we talked about and just focus on maybe one or two things at a time and then eventually just build because you're never going to be done. There's always going to be new software, new things to implement. So definitely just, you know, take a deep breath and just do like one thing right now and work with it for a while and, you know, you'll see a result. Yeah, I always talk about small wins, just mm -hmm. one step ahead at a time. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, it's good to have the overviews and all of that. Mm -hmm. Just focus on one thing and move from that to the next to the next. Yeah. Kimberly, if somebody wanted, you know, they were really interested in talking to you some more and they really wanted to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is foolishlycreative.com. That's one word. And you'll see um, my, my um, Facebook. No, sorry, <laughs> my business <laughs> website. And then there's, you know, ways to get in contact with me. There's a get started button. So what I like to do is I like to do 30 minute strategy calls where we talk about your business. We talk about your goals. We talk about anything that you may be looking to receive help with and how I can best support you, me and my team. And then we go from there. Um, also, if you want to just bypass the website, I'm easily accessible. Just send me an email at Kim, K-I-M, at foolishlycreative.com. Com and you know I'll respond and we'll we'll schedule a strategy session like that. Wonderful, mm -hmm. that's great, guys. I know she knows what she's talking about. If you're ready to pull out your hair because you just <laughs> can't get that dang website working the way you want it, give Kim a call. Send her a message. Hit her up on the Get Started Now button on her webpage. Just mm -hmm. do something. Do that one little step. That could be your one little step today that you do towards getting your success started. 
Until next time, thank you all for listening to Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. We are heard on Thursday evenings at 5 p.m. at flyingpigs.podbean.com. And we have wonderful conversations every week with business owners who are all about sharing their tips and strategies and things that they know work with you so that you can better understand what's going on and how to run your office, not just work in your office. If you like this episode, comment, download, share, let others know that we're here and available. And if you know of anyone who should be a guest, send me a message and we'll see what we can do. So until we talk again, guys, get out there, be productive and soar higher. Take care, y'all, and we'll talk again soon. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly.com. Mm-hmm.